Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. The revelation of Jesus Christ. That reveals who he is, the uncovering, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, the last book, and the Word of God. And we know that there are very different opinions as who Jesus is in his essence. Some say he's the second person of the Godhead. Others will say there's two-ness. There is a Father, and there's a Son, but the Holy Ghost is the Father of glory. And then there's a oneness doctrine that states that the man, flesh and blood, in the days of his flesh was not God, but had God in him. And the man Christ Jesus, even in his glorification, is just a man standing at the right hand of God now, or seated at the right hand of God, at there in heaven, at the side of the throne. But the man is not God because flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Well, the Jesus-only doctrine is directly opposed to all three of those. The Jesus-only doctrine is the doctrine of Christ. Basically, it is explained there by Peter in Matthew 16 and again in 1 Peter 1. Now, Christ is the foundation of the church, and that foundation is the rock. So it is imperative, incumbent upon us, the body of Christ, to abide in the doctrine of Christ. If we don't, we have not God. That's 2 John 9. Now, when we take a look at Matthew 16, Jesus is talking to his disciples and said, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Well, some say you're John the Baptist, Isaiah, Jeremiah, one of the other prophets. Then Jesus asked the important question, Who do you say I am? The disciple. And Peter said, Thou art the Christ, not a Christ, the Christ, the Son of the living God, not God the Son, the Son of. Always in the Word of God, it, it refers to Jesus in the days of his flesh, the Father revealed, as the Son of God. What's the Son? The Father. It's deity. It's the everlasting Father. Capital S-O-N. The of God is the flesh that God himself has made himself of no reputation. That is, totally made himself void. A self-imposed limitation to become a man, a servant, in order to come in under the law to, to redeem us that were under the law. You see that in Galatians 4, verse 4. But the key to understanding that is Philippians 2, 6 through 8 by Paul. Now, Jesus stated it many times through the Gospels. But he said, I spoke to you in Proverbs. John 16 declares that. Jesus said, I will no longer speak to you in Proverbs. These hard sayings. But I'll show you plainly of the Father. Why, you haven't been showing us plainly of the Father? No. He spoke in Proverbs that only those that have a pure heart will see it. And that is an essential revelation that Jesus is the Father of glory, manifest in a body of flesh and blood, and that office called the Son of God. Now, it doesn't stop there. So referring to Christ, in his height, he's the Father of glory. In his depth, he humbled himself and became a man, took on him the form of a servant. How did he do it? 
he made himself of no reputation. Philippians 2 6. He became a man. Well, he's still spirit. He did not cease and desist being the Spirit of God, the Father, the Word, the Holy Ghost, El Shaddai, the Father of glory, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, the Elohim. He did not cease from being that spirit. But he will not work his spirit because he is going to work salvation as a man. He took on that spirit something. He didn't take on him, the spirit of God, the nature of angels. He took on him the seed of Abraham. The book of Hebrews tells us that. Why did he do that? Well, he had to have a man because a man lost it. Only a man can redeem us back. By one man's disobedience, sin came to the world, death by sin. Therefore, by one man shall my servant make many righteous. Now, we brought this to not only to Africa, but India as well. Pakistan, through an ill body uh, there in Sialco. And it has spread. In Africa alone since 2012, we made about 15 missionary journeys. And during that time, over a thousand pastors, ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ, have came out of the Trinity doctrine, moved into the one God doctrine, Jesus Christ. And that is, we brought over the Jesus-only training course. Four manuals, but focusing on the Godhead, that is, Christ. And fundamentally, that doctrine of Christ, the rock, that is the foundation for the church. And if you build on it, any other foundation, which is Jesus Christ, then it will become wood, hay, and stubble. We have to watch how we build upon that foundation. Well, many can can study eschatology, Greek, Hebrew, Latin, Chaldee, all of the different things uh, in the Word of God uh, and get off that foundation just a little bit, a little leaven, leaven of the whole lump. We don't hit the mark. If we don't hit the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, that house is built upon the sand, even though it may be a great structure because the foundation, the foundation is an era that house will fall when the rains and the wind blasts upon it, the wind of doctrine of the seducing spirits, and that house will fall and great will be the fall of it because it was built upon the sand. Might have been a beautiful house. It may have had great structure, a lot of truth, but yet was on a wrong foundation. The foundational truth must be the sturdy foundation upon which the house stands. And Jesus said, I liken him to a wise man who dig deep. You can't just take surface, you know, Protestant religion, different denominational churches, and say this is the truth and just ask Jesus to come into your heart and expect to be saved. you got to dig deep. Search the scriptures. From them you think you have eternal life. These are they testify of me, Jesus said. In the volume book, in the volume of this book, from Genesis to Revelation, Jesus states, I come to do thy will, O God, for a body that has prepared me, the body that God prepared for himself. Not two persons, not three persons in a Godhead, but only one. The man is God. Now, he prays to the Father in the days of his flesh because he made himself of no reputation. 
that is, the kenosis, emptied out of glory. God himself, the Father of glory, Philippians 2, 6-8. And let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, and that form is Morpha, which is an eternal state of being. It never changes. Well, that is spirit. Jesus in the form of God is that spirit, the one spirit of God. The Father, Word, the Holy Ghost, El Shaddai, the Elohim, the Lord Jehovah, the Tetragrammaton, Yahweh. Jehovah Lord. There's not another. But it's an invisible spirit who is the omnipotent, almighty, omniscient, all-knowing, omnipresent spirit of God everywhere. But it's invisible. But God wants to manifest himself and until he manifests who he is in uh, a tabernacle, a dwelling, a permanent abode, he will not place his name there. He will not reveal his name. The only revealed name of God will be when he takes on a permanent address where his physical creation can see him. That's the reason why in the, all the Old Testament, until God will make himself a permanent body of flesh to dwell in, he will not reveal his uh, blood name, reveal name of God, Jesus, Jehovah, is salvation. Not Jehovah Jr., not Christ Jr., but God himself, Jehovah, is salvation. My God has become my salvation. Not my son of God, my God. Now, this is what Africa and India has received. They've seen the progressive glorification of the church to come to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ and have begging uh, this ministry team, DBM, and the spirit ministry team of these sold-out ministers to go and lead them on unto perfection. Now, again, I've said it over and over, and uh, those that have an ear to hear, we need to hear from you. On the 19th of January, 2019, I had a visitation from the Lord. I've only had three, including this one in my entire life of 50 years in the ministry. And that basically, that the Lord was showing the basic foundation of Christ, but to the fullest of the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. In sealing the signet, the sign of Lothar, the sealing of God's people in Revelation 7 the final apocalyptic sealing though we can stand in the last days, these days. Well, it was a very critical moment that lasted two hours and under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, so strong that I could not walk, had to stay where I was and just be the you that have the Holy Ghost know what I'm talking about in the spirit. And he said, the bottom line, the Lord Jesus said, seal my people by my word. Even as I send my angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. That was a profound penetrating word that went through not only my intellectual mind, but my spirit as well. So strong that it went into my bones. Now we're having, we're having to carry that out the best we can. We've doing podcasts and we're bringing to you the body of Christ. You that know the truth, you that know the Jesus doctrine of Christ, 
that there is only one. We need you to buy, to come with us in one body and carry this word to Africa and India. So I implore you that join with me as we carry out the divine commission to carry this gospel to all the world for witness unto all the nations, and then the end will come. If you believe that we have many other generations and many, many years to come, and that this is not the end of days that's coming upon us, then don't do it. But if you feel the leading of the Holy Ghost, and God is dealing with you, and your conscience bearing you witness in the Holy Ghost, please do not procrastinate. Call me or message me so we can meet and work together. Now, I put this out there many times. I have ministers all over Africa, India, Pakistan, Nepal, Australia, New Zealand, begging for that. Messages on the phone that I cannot answer every day. But only a very few in the United States. Now, I don't know why. There we are right now. DBM is in the process of travel many years since 2005 that I bought a motor home, a Bluebird, a Wonder Lodge motor home, and went straight on the field with a gospel tent going through the United States of America preaching the gospel with gospel tent meetings. Now, the of course, the price of fuel, uh, the petrol is so high that we have pretty well uh, the gospel tent that seats 3,000 people along with the, uh, uh, the 18-wheeler that pulls it is pretty well stopped. It is uh, inert now. We just parked it on our ministry site here in Longview. And uh, same way with the motorhomes. We have travel trailers that we uh, traveled in with the ministers that followed the ministry. Well, now... If God deals with you, we need the money to go again to Africa and India to bring these ministers farther along in the gospel of Jesus Christ. They know this doctrine of Christ is unto perfection, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, not just asking Jesus to come into your heart. That there's a progressive glorification from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. And they believe it. Now they're saying, well, Brother Bridget, you have brought us along with your ministers, into this great truth. You have shown there's only one. There's only one God, one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God who's above all, Father of us all and in us all. There's never been a trinity or a binary or this oneness doctrine where the man's not God is false. They believe that. Now they're saying, now, lead us on. Don't leave us here. Let us go on to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ and proclaim this word. And we are doing our best to be obedient to that command of the Lord Jesus Christ and that visitation that we had back in 2019 in January. Now we need you. You that have the Holy Ghost. You that have the truth. Join with me. And some of you have even called and said, Brother Beard, God spoke your name but I haven't heard from you. Well, there again, if God's dealing with you, please call. We need to, uh, the urgency is great. 
the preaching of the gospel is demanding now upon us to bring this word of perfection. Not just, oh, well, you're born again, you're a newborn baby, and that's it. No, you've got to go from a newborn babe to little children that you know that he's the father. You see that in 1 John 2, 2 12 through 14. Then it goes from there to young men. The word of God is strong in you. You know the will of God, and you've overcome the wicked one. But there's still a higher glory than that. We're not seeing through a glass darkly in Pentecostal revelation now. We are with open face beholding as in a glass, not darkly, but in a glass. The glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. That's you and me. And these ministers that are begging for us to come. Now, if you have a call in your life, you feel the tugging of the Holy Ghost speaking to you, and you know the voice of God, I'm going to ask you to contact me. We are getting so many that are begging us to come, to lead them on, to lead them on into greater truth. And we must answer that call. The divine commissions go into all the world. Preach this gospel to every creature. Not partial of the gospel, but the whole gospel. This gospel of the kingdom, which is not only the person, but the work of Jesus as well, and his judgments, seals, trumpets, and vows, and all these judgments that we see that will destroy a quarter of man in the seals of the population of 8 billion people. Then it will go down to a third of the population in the trumpet judgments. And notice that's due and incumbent upon the prayers of the saints. We don't want the new wine to fail. We don't want the oil to languish, as in Joel 1. God is looking to us, his body, to perform his will. It's up to us to obey his command. Now, those of you that have the Holy Ghost and God is burning in you, and you think, well, I've got a local church. I give to that. That should be enough. But if God is dealing with you to carry this gospel to all the world, you feel that burn and that witness of the Holy Ghost, your conscience bearing you witness in the Holy Ghost, then please call. Let's work together. Right now, as we go, and it's in, it is necessary, critical, for us to obey the voice of God that is now that we are to go on to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Jesus Christ, but leading the body of Christ with that golden oil, not Pentecostal oil of a half egg of beaten olive oil, but now the golden oil, the throne of God revelation, a radical change there in the glory that will be revealed in his body in these last days. There, we come to that final apocalyptic sealing of Revelation 7. God's doing it now. That's what he was referenced to me in this visitation on the 19th of January, 2019. It's been over three years. We've done our best. We've ran, and the ministers that have followed us in the podcast have called day by day. And the number that I'll give you and left messages I've got back with them. They said, when are you coming? Lead us on. 
Where do we go from here? We've been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, but where do we go from here? We're looking for you to come. They're booking ministers' conferences and crusades now and saying, can you make it by December? We'll go ahead and schedule it for December. But I can't, with all certainty, give them the word, my word, that will be there, which is incumbent upon the body of Christ, because how shall they go except to be sent? So I look unto you. If God's dealing with you, let's do this together. The body of Christ has to come together in the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, and then carry this to the nations. We can't do it alone. Now, God has given us that word. The ministers have believed it. They have came out of the Trinity denominations into a one God, Jesus only. Now, we know the Trinities are going to say that we're a cult. Who cares? What's the chapter of the week? What that? He that hath a dream, let him tell him. He uh, that uh, had that word of God must tell it. We can't hold back our sword from the blood, so to speak. Woe be unto the man that holdeth back his sword from the blood. We must not shun to declare unto the people, the ministers of God and the believers, all the counsel of God in the present truth. To give them a little bit of truth and go back and feed them as babies when they should be full-grown, weaned from the milk, would be a sin. And we cannot do that. We can't afford that. We can't afford to stand before the throne of God and say, Lord, well, we knew that you wanted us to carry this out, but, you know, we had, uh, uh, you don't want to hurt people's feelings, and uh, we wanted to kind of water this down, and we didn't think you really meant what you said, like Saul, whenever he talked about the, uh, that battle of Agag, and uh, there he is, and what means the bleeding of the sheep, and Samuel said, you did not obey the full word of God. Well, he said, well, I was going to bring these back, and he gives some excuses. We were going to give this for a sacrifice to the Lord. We saved the best of the flock, and we let the king live. Samuel said, because you have been disobedient, and disobedience is a sin of witchcraft. You have not obeyed the Lord. And therefore, the Lord will take the kingdom from you and give it to someone else. Let's don't let this pass us by. We cannot let the new wine fail in us. Those that know the truth. Those that are coming into the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ, digging deep in that revelation of Christ, in the height, depth, length, and width of Christ, under perfection, that you cannot turn back on that. It is required in those to bring these statutes, judgments of God to the people. And we've done that as best we can. Now, we need the body of Christ to come together. Let's go. Let's go forward. Let's bring them in. And when I say, and I'm, this is not hyperbole, that we have over a thousand ministers in Africa alone, not counting the ones in India, and that's Nepal, Pakistan, again, uh, New Zealand, Australia, it's just, it's just more than we can possibly uh, do with, with the present financial situation that we're in. We need your help. And again, I appeal for your help to assist us, and not only that, but to go with us. God's called you. 
you're a minister of the gospel. Let's do it unto the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ answering the call. Well, give me a call. Leave a message on my phone. I'll get right back to you. And that is country code plus one. Now, in Africa, you're calling, you're ringing the phone off the wall. I still have about 100 that I haven't got back to you yet, but I will. We're coming, and you're asking me when. I understand that. We're doing our best. I'm appealing to the Americans right now, uh, the believers, the ministers of the true gospel of Jesus Christ, to bind together to do that now. I'm laying it out to the people. And I know that God will, according to his will, do it and make a way where there seemeth to be no way. So again, call me, leave a message, I'll get back to you. The country code is plus one. Area code, area code 903-746-4885. You ministers that are listening to that is not by chance. The Holy Ghost that you feel, you know that we can't put that aside. We have to move straightway. You that know the voice of God and the leading of the Holy Ghost, you know it's God, you know it, then uh, by all means, let's get together. Now, if you don't believe it is, obviously don't call. But if you do, and you do have that leading, and this great work that is incumbent upon us to, to carry this command out of the Lord, this divine commission, it's not four months in the harvest, it's right now. Again, call me, country code plus one. 903-746-4885. You can email me at sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. The other information's on the screen. The podcast is Sealing God's People, and there's our daily podcast, but it is urgent. It's at the door. We must obey. Obedience unto righteousness, which will yield the peaceful fruits of holiness. Without obedience, to this faith that was once delivered to the saints but us earnestly contending for it and bringing it in. The Lord will not be pleased with us and this new wine that he's given us in this great word will fail. It will dry up. The wine's there, but it's dried up. Nobody is drinking it. We, the ministers, must do it. And the oil of truth is languishing simply because we don't act on it. Let's act on it. Let's turn in the hearts of the fathers to the children, children of the fathers, lest God says and warns us, I'll come and smite the earth with a curse. We cannot let that happen. We must obey God. Again, you can email me at sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. Also, you can message me there on the website. You'll see them there, dennisbeard.org, sealinggodspeople.org, sealinggodspeople.com. There, we need to hear from you again. The urgency, the burden is great, and we must carry it out. Any man says the burden of the Lord shall be cut off. The burden's not on the Lord, it's on us. There, again, I appeal to you. I look for you, your message. I look forward to meeting you as we carry this great gospel of the kingdom to all the world, for witness in all nations, and then they will come. Well, until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold, the real Jesus.